This is Rick Simpson, and you're listening to The Mike Wise Show. People have to come to realize that cannabis is not an enemy of mankind. It is actually man's best friend. And we can produce the greatest medicines on this planet from this wonderful plant. So please look into what I'm saying, and I think you will find the truth for yourself. What is due, colorful Colorado? You're back with your boy Mike Wise on the Mike Wise Show. Very happy, very excited for this next step uh, here in the beautiful Toke Radio Treehouse Studios. I am digging it. You getting volume over there? Okay, hold on. Uh, we got Dan and uh, Travis in the house on the mics right now. Uh, Jamie's here too. We got the whole 420 Autism crew, Mr. Colt, Miss Trina. So, uh, very excited for the show today. There's a lot I want to get into with you guys. Um, <laughs> if you guys have been following my show, I brought, I've brought i brought Dan on twice. And uh, you came into the studio one time on the FM station on Blazin. And then you called one time, right? Yep. Every time, every time I brought them on, I got flack from above. From the gatekeepers, if you will. Telling me this. Uh, this is these are quotes actually. Mike, your show is too in- intelligent. You need to dumb it down. So, uh, <laughs> so now we don't have those restrictions. It's pretty awesome. Great. We don't uh, have to act Mike, stupid I'm anymore. Sorry, um, Mike, yeah, this is Citizen Jay. Uh, I'm gonna have to ask you to dumb it down. You're a little bit too intelligent for our audience members. I can't believe that somebody actually said that to you. What the? Yeah, what, what does that say to your listeners out there? Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> it's Earth, it's Earth. that uh, sheeple, sheep mentality um, that it seems mainstream media loves to portray, loves to exa- exacerbate, exacerbate. They love to continue these stereotypes. Um, they like to push the funny, haha, laughy stoner all in your face. And... I think that's a huge part of why we have a bad rap right now. It's uh, it's one of those things where my entire life, I've smoked pretty much my entire adult life, and I've always done, I've always gotten shit done. You know what I mean? So when it comes to stuff like that, Cheech and Chong, that kind of thing, I, uh, I, I, lo- I enjoy the movies, but it's entertainment. That's just what it is. You know, it's not real life. So I always looked up to idols who were in... Skate, pro skateboarders who were actors, anything that I knew that people that ha- had positions that I thought, hey, you guys are cool. And then I found out they smoked. I'm like, oh, man, you guys smoke and you're doing your thing. It's not everyone out there smoking and dropping out of school, you know. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, there are there are the the productive stoners out there of society, you know, and uh, we kind of like to help acknowledge them and push them towards the forefront and try to get rid of the. That other mentality that, uh, you know, just the, the fat, lazy pothead type thing going on. And uh, that's not of any help for us. I hate it. Even still here in Colorado, I'll go see a comic. And their whole set, their whole shtick is this lazy stoner. And I'm like, bro, you're fucking lazy because you're a lazy slob. Like, it has nothing to do with smoking weed, man. Like, let's be honest here. Exactly. Yeah, it's funny, but don't blame it on the weed. I've always hated that cop out. Yep. Yeah, um, definitely true. So, 
it's a uh, it's definitely exciting you know especially have you guys on the first show um because we can talk about what we want Absolutely. You know, thanks we need for the to, invite oh yeah for sure yep. we need to get the word out there um as you guys know and many of my listeners i'm working on a documentary right now called illegally alive featuring the turners and a ton of other medical refugees from this from other states that had to move here and um we're actually dropping the trailer in about a week or two. So I'm really nice. looking forward to that. Um, right now, the final picture lock is done, so that means all the video part is done. I have it sent out to the composer who's going to work on the music. I decided to hire the best person I knew in the industry to do the music. So I'm very, nice. very excited about that. Oh, he's good. That's Yeah, Colt's back there. He's, uh, he's jamming on uh, some game. PBS Kids. Oh, PBS Kids. Well, that's even better. See, talking about educating children, you know, watching PBS Kids. Instead of Cartoon Network. Autism. You know? Um, so. and, that, and that just being able to be here with Colt, um, right now we're in a pretty small little room, very, very nicely put together, very nice guys. But for Colt to be able to come to Denver with us today, which is like a two-and-a-half-hour drive from Pueblo West where we're at, and now he's inside of a room, he's playing on a phone, and he's actually learning while he's on a phone. A lot of these parents don't think that these kids are actually taking in anything. When you see a kid in a in the grocery store or at a restaurant and the parent has them playing with a laptop or a tablet, a lot of people are like, oh, what are you doing? You know, you're letting your kid just, just play on a game. And, well, with Colt, he's actually learning things. He's taking in all this information. And what the cannabis has actually given him the opportunity to slow everything down and to tell us what he wants. Um, he's able to sit down and talk to you about dinosaurs. He knows what kind of food they eat. And he's probably known this for, you know, a couple of years. But now that he has been using cannabis for a year now, that it's all that information is able to come out. And everyone, and that's kind of how you guys were talking about, you know, the fat, lazy stoner on the couch. That's where I want and us at 420 Autism. We need to change that stereotype, especially for our kids. You know, we've got it to where we can, t- you know, our kids can go to school with all the all, with the medical marijuana now. Well, now we need to change it to where parents don't think that we're getting our kids high. And because it's not high. Colt's not high. The same type of way that we sit around, we, you know, we dab, we smoke, we have a good time. It feels good to our body. What it does for Colt, it makes his body able to function at a normal level. So he's not sitting on the couch eating a bunch of bonbons or, as I have, people have said, oh, your kid's just nodding out on the couch. No, he's not a heroin addict. <laughs> this is medicine. This is something that he does throughout the day. He smokes. He takes tinctures. He does edibles. Any type of way that we can get as much marijuana into his system. And it's, and it's not CBD. It's pure whole plant. Um, it's amazing what is what he's able to do. He's here with us today. He goes to school. He's able to tell us that he has to go to the bathroom. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. huge, you know, being able that communication of just being able to tell us that he is here with us in this world is absolutely the best. And I I, I, we've got to change it. Autism needs to just be a signing factor. It's not fair that, you know, oh, Colt, yeah. Colt would not have his so. card if he didn't have GERD. And uh, he has a rare skin condition called mastocytosis. Without those defining markers, he would not be able to be treated with cannabis. I mean... That's one of those things. PTSD, I believe, is not on there And either. that's it's ridiculous as well. Condition. I mean, and so he has a rare skin condition, you know, and it's not, I'm not happy for it. But at the same time, I'm, I'm grateful that he does have that type of, you know, type of condition so he can use... But at the same time, why isn't it that a combat veteran that has gone through 
Colts oh, yeah. shouldn't be higher than that person. Nobody should be oh, yeah. higher than the next. We all need to be on the same level of a standard, and that it all needs to be the factors of signing. You know, we live in a great state, but if I would have moved here and him not having those markers, he wouldn't be able to use. I agree, and uh, we're going to get a lot more back into that here in a second. I want to give you guys some music um, so you don't hear us the entire time. You know, I talk <laughs> your heads off. But uh, it's awesome. We're stick on this. There's a lot more I want to talk to about this. I want to I want to learn about Colts progression before and after cannabis. I want you to tell us about that, and um, and we'll just we'll get into some more stuff. There's a lot going on actually in the cannabis uh, community this week. Actually, yeah. So we're gonna hop back into it. Uh, coming up next, an old track off the Color Change and Click album. Let you assume it's me. So in the mixtape messiah, bet the sales go higher. 
pixel hush. Stand when we on top of the damn empire. Build the building, taste millions, and you still can't follow. So close to perfect, I can hurt ten niggas with four hollows. If Chris wanna dance, I pop Chris with no bottle. Million ain't no more. I just roll model, build it, build and taste millions, and you still can't follow. So close to perfect, I can hurt ten niggas with four hollows. If Chris wins, I wins, I pop Chris with no bottle. Chameleon ain't no role model, nigga. I just roll model on the on the bed. I didn't have no dates at home coming. That's 'cause I had your girl naked in my home coming. Sick thoughts, the reason why couples split apart. Do you know where your missus is when it gets dark? I can on the bed. I didn't have no dates at home. That's 'cause I had your girl naked in my homecoming. Sick thoughts, the reason why couples split apart. Do you know where your missus is when it gets dark? I can bet she's not watching one no sixth and part 'cause she's watching me pull up in a sixth and part. True, they say I got bad aim 'cause I piss on the toilet seat, but I bet it ain't bad aim when I'm pissed and I'm holding heat. Bet she's not watching one no sixth and part 'cause she's watching me pull up in a sixth and part. Coming out the closet, it's the jungle. 
show me how to go get it. Truth be told, a nigga still ten toes in. I got sacks in my left hand, heat in my waistline. Can't hoop, but been known to shoot from the baseline. Take mine, best to be bringing it back. Cause I'm gorilla with it, and a ring a tang in my pack. Yes, sir. I swear to God, on these lines I speak. And I'm gonna be there just like the yellow lines in the street. Letting suckers know how it really is in the ghetto. Still gonna stand tall like a flag in stilettos. Never be the next to tell. Colorful Colorado, you're back with the Mike Wise Show here on TokeRadio.com in the beautiful Toke Radio Treehouse here in sunny Denver, Colorado. Colorado. So let me give a quick shout out to my sponsor. Let's see if I can get this done real quick. Um, Want to give lots of love to 710 Pipes. The Treehouse Studio is actually located above their studio, so definitely check them out. Also, King of Quality. If you have not heard about them, check them out. I'll hit the others later in the hour. Actually, no, I'll, you know, I'll get them now. We got CBD extracts. Definitely lots of love to them. And the clinic. If you haven't heard the clinic ad, we got a cool clinic ad for you. We just started uh, running recently. So we are in the studio with the 420 Autism Crew. What's up, guys? How you doing, Mike? Good, good. Uh, so so this is uh, some of the things I wanted to get into with you guys was... Um, one of the major trends I'm noticing with a lot of children is that the doctors seem to right away want to just throw them on like this, that, and every medication they can, not to treat it, but just to let him continue living, I guess. I don't know how to put that, but it, it, it often seems to make them worse. Was that kind of the case with the with the pharmaceuticals? I, Jamie, you could probably speak more to that since I wasn't really with around with the farm. With Colt, when... Hold on, buddy. When we wouldn't with Colt, when um, I was still living in Phoenix, Arizona, that was g- the only option that I was given to me was to c- put Colt on some type of downer to help calm him down and an an anger and an ang- sorry an anxiety med to help with his anxiety. <laughs> and that's when I knew that that's something that I wasn't going to do for Colt. Oh yeah, he's climbing all over right now. <laughs> if you're wondering what's going on and you're not with, watching on Facebook with, with the ba- with the background music. Um, so I never, I, Colt's never taken any type of pharmaceuticals. Really? I chose camas. Yeah, I, I, I straight chose off the bat. Yes, yeah, straight so off the did, bat. How, what, what influenced that decision? How did you uh, come to that? Being a, you know, a cannabis user myself, n- and having anxiety, and it helping me with my. I also have a condition called Graves' disease, which is an Ari. autoimmune. Uh, yeah, Ari. That's a autoimmune. Deficiency. Hey, that's Colt. Everybody said hi. Hi, hi, hi Colt. <laughs> how you doing today, buddy? And just knowing that he's it worked. He's He's hiding all in his mom. He's, he's such a funny kid. I love Colt. He's, uh, so, yeah, you notice so the music going on in the background. He's, he's all jamming away all day. He's loving it. So knowing that it worked for me, I knew I had to at least try it for Colt. 
and that's when I decided to move here to Colorado so that I could legally treat him with it and it's been absolutely amazing he's been we went and picked up his renewal card not yesterday the day before the day before yesterday and the support that he has from his doctor here is absolutely amazing <laughs> that's so that's so rare so yeah no, think, Col- Colt's does, never done the does he need a dab does, does Colt need a dab is I that what's going on so probably, that's another thing I wanted to get into and this is such a cool segment and segue that I can talk about on the radio because I didn't talk about this last time when you were in my blazing studio is that um, if if you're new to the 420 autism crew they, they can blow your mind they can they have some shocking Bobby! stuff to show you because a lot of people don't it's, medicate their children. It's extremely unconventional, but it's just the raw, purest form. There's of no reason to, for it to be unconventional, really. though. That's what and I'm kind of getting at. Right, because there's no. It's not like anything comes with instructions. You know what I mean? Well, exactly. We're, we're dealing with natural remedies and holistic healing, and we deal with it at the rawest form. So, so, so what? Uh, what they often do is um, Dan or Jamie will take the dab th- uh, themselves uh-huh. and then give it to Colt <coughs> secondhand. And if you're watching on Facebook, you'll notice the difference. He was yelling and screaming, having a, not a, not a fit, but almost, getting yep. there. Getting, getting there. You could tell that he was getting ready to have a meltdown. And uh, he's <laughs> back to chill. So this is, this is one of those things where he was, <laughs> word up, <laughs> I like that. So he was, <laughs> he was in the studio and they did that. Um, and one, I couldn't even talk about, we were vaping anyways. But um, I, I think it's so interesting because... One of my main things, honestly, in life in general, is I, I am thrifty. I am an Eagle Scout, so I believe in thrift. You know, a lot of people say, oh, you're Jewish, whatever. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, economical, why not? If you can save a penny and spend it on something that you need, something else, why not? So this is one of those situations where oil can get expensive to buy every single couple of days. Oh, definitely. And especially the amount. Yeah, the amount, just the amount alone. That he has to take. So this is one of those routes where I see not only it's working, obviously, <laughs> but cutting corners in terms of I don't need to go and do what everyone else is telling me to do because they're not necessarily right. I know what works for my kid. Why am I going to spend four or five times the price to do something that does the exact same thing? Right. You know, and uh, the one of the biggest hurdles to try to get over um, is a lot of people, <laughs> you know, kind of cringe when we tell them that Colt smokes. And... Yeah. But realistically, if you sit down and just smoke a joint with him, nine times out of ten, that's probably the most effective medicine that you'll have with him. I know. It's It's, crazy. You know, everybody's trying to, you know, what's the oil? What's the strain? What hybrid does this? And, you know, what's the certain edible? How many milligrams? It's like, just stop thinking for a minute. Smoke a joint and chill. Just stop. And smoking with the kid and see what happens. (laughs) I know. Well, that's one thing. Just give it a shot. That's one thing. That would really, really open up eyes if they did that. Exactly. I'm sure, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, w- that would be funny to see some people's reaction on that. We've put in a, we, we, on our 420 Autism page, we actually have put up a, a video of Colt smoking out of, you know, the old school chillum that we all used to have when we were kids. And oh, yeah. Dan still has his. <laughs> and we, that's what we do. We pack a nice little bud of uh, Durban poison, which is most uh, mostly what Colt smokes throughout the day. And um, put it on Facebook, and the reactions were, we didn't get any hatred toward it. <laughs> it was more of, oh, my goodness, I can, why, are, why is this 8-year-old smoking out of a pipe? 
Well, it, it, it's not he's it's not an eight year old smoking out of a pipe. It's an eight year old smoking out of a pipe, which is medicine. And That's true. and then you get the people that are like, oh, I would love to try this for my kid, but I would never let my kid smoke. Like, okay, as well, yeah, you, but as I'll you give them heroin and oxycodone. Uh, yeah, and then and, and it makes it so much simpler. And like you were talking about cutting the corners and everything, like you lose so much of your harvest when you put it into a tincture or you put it or oh, you yeah. make it into a concentrate and. With the regulations that are coming down on all of us as patients, and especially being a special needs mom and um, on a limited income, there's a lot of us that cannot afford the dispensary yep. prices. Mm-hmm. And the state has made it to where now it is a felony for us to make a good certain type of concentrate. And so now it's a felony. So now you want me to go back into the dispensary because you lost tax money. Oh, and that's where it gets me as... Why can't we grow it ourselves? You, I can grow my own vegetables. I'm glad you're talking about that because that's going to lead into my next segment I want to hit on. We're going to go jump back into the music. want to remind everyone, we're here in the beautiful Toke yeah. Radio Treehouse Studios above 710 Pipes. I'm digging it, like, really. Having a dab rig <laughs> is pretty awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. I, I, I haven't gotten to the point where I'm going to get off mic and hit a dab and make you wait while I hit a dab. I don't know if I'm ever going to get to that point just because I don't know about that. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, this is – can't beat this, man. This is living right here. Anyways, we are going to jump back into it. I'm looking for my friend. I don't know if you've seen him. His name is Mr. Dabalina, <laughs> Mr. Bob Dabalina. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I, for, I forgot my favorite man sitting over there. His name is Mr. Dabalina, Mr. Bob Dabalina. Mr. Dabalina, Mr. Bob Dabalina. Mr. Dabalina, Mr. Bob Dabalina. Mr. 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 Jamaba with jeans and a dirty white hoodie. 
show me how to go get it. Truth be told, a nigga still ten toes in. I got sacks in my left hand, heat in my waistline. Can't hoop, but been known to shoot from the baseline. Take mine, best to be bringing it back. Cause I'm gorilla with it, and a ring in my pack. Yes, sir. I swear to God on these lines I speak. And I'm gonna be there just like the yellow lines in the street. Letting suckers know how it really is in the ghetto. Still gonna stand tall like a fag in stilettos. Never be the next to tell. came from the jungle i'm actually stopping that early my bad yo a lot of stuff going on in this studio i gotta operate like three different computers here in the toke radio treehouse studio so there's a little you know getting a little growing pains getting used to it uh, i accidentally played that song twice but hey you get the benefit of hearing twisted black twice which uh if you don't know who he is i'll give you a little quick little background on twisted black he's actually in federal prison right now um in in tarrant county which is right outside dallas um, and will probably be there for the rest of his life, actually, for conspiracy to uh, distribute uh, cocaine. So that's a uh, that's twisted black for you. I actually mm, we'll play it another day. I actually have an interview from prison with him, which is pretty interesting. But uh, but yeah, so he's 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 hard. He's real. A lot of my music I'll play will be kind of along that line. Um, a uh, big reason why I left Blazing is, yeah, entertainment's cool and all, but I, I can't do, I can't do that much entertainment talk, you know. I can watch it and listen to it maybe, mm-hmm. but uh, talking to it and telling me to prioritize it over what I think should be talked about. Right. Colt's all about the right old there. school rap too, so whatever you can do along those lines. <laughs> old school rap. All right, what do you want, Colt? Some Tupac. Tupac. Oh, he loved Blazing. <laughs> Tupac. Oh, there he oh goes, Tupac. Tupac. Oh man, are you those like speakers? Are those speakers going right now? Can you hear that right now? No? Oh, you can. Okay. Um, cool. Well, I want to turn that off later. But so this is one of the things we're getting into is that uh, cannabis is just a plant. <laughs> really, that's what it ultimately comes down to. It's just a plant. Yeah. And in my garden right now, because <laughs> of what's going on in Colorado Springs. I actually have more vegetables than I have cannabis for the first time ever indoors. And it's one of those things that I'm growing them side by side, and I'm asking myself that. I'm saying it's just a plant. What makes this so different? Yeah, exactly. We Our backyard is, has tons of fruits and vegetables in it. You know, we don't just... Don't, don't just grow weed, you know. I know. I'm feeding them the same nutrients. I'm giving them the same light. Uh, that's what everybody thinks. It's like... Oh well, you know, if you grow cannabis, uh, that that's all you grow. You know, you don't grow, you know, tomatoes and squash and, and all the other good things, but you know, really you do because that's part of you know self-sustainment and the whole holistic you know living and, and everything else. And so it's you know, cannabis is just one of those things, and you know, eating right and having proper medicine and and food that, that all goes hand in hand. Well, that's one of those things. I'm actually having to change my entire diet right now because I have a, uh, I don't know if it's official, but uh, they're thinking I got gastritis. Mm. So I'm having to deal with a bunch of uh, 
changing diet and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, having to eat healthier. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where... There's more regulation on us, on what we grow as a medicine, than it is for the tomatoes. And what we eat. And then in what we eat. And here we want to, you know, we're, we want to take care of our bodies because we're learning that, you know, there's a lot of fucked up... Oops. No, you're good. Oh, a lot of fucked up shit <laughs> in our food. <laughs> and How dare you fucking curse on my fucking show. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> So with that, we're finding things, you know, out with Colt. Um, Colt also um, has also just been diagnosed with gastroparesis. I believe I could be spe- saying the word wrong, and this is coming from his cannabis doctor. He's been with a gas. He's been with a GI doctor here in Colorado. He had a GI doctor in Arizona. He's been scoped. He's been had the colonoscopy <clears throat> and come to find out it's come a lot of it's coming from the food that we are giving him mm-hmm. and now we found that the the couple of strains that he does smoke on are amazing for you know gastro issues and stuff like that well then we need to talk <laughs> and now they're putting in the regulations on how much we can grow Okay, are you going to tell me how many fields of corn or tomatoes yeah, it's supposed to be regulated like alcohol here and you can brew all the beer you want. There's no requirement on, hey, you can only brew one gallon of beer right. exactly. a, a week, <laughs> you know. And this is what we're getting into is is 12 plants is we had to hardly move. enough for anybody. We moved. No, the, reason, no. the reason we moved down into Pueblo West is because of the <clears throat> regulations that are coming through with Colorado Springs. Colt, you will literally take away his voice if you give him only 12 plants. There's absolutely no way. <clears throat> that would be like... Taking half of your medicine. Here, you have... Here's some antibiotics. Take them till they're gone. Well, no, only take half. Because you <laughs> yeah. only get this. Yeah. Well, wait, wait, wait. It's medicine, right? So, here... Well, you only take half of your medicine. <laughs> so you only take half your chemo. You know, why are you putting a regulation on what's been considered... It's been voted in. It, it It is a medicine. It's a plant. And now I can grow as many tomatoes, but I can't grow... I can only grow 12 plants. That... Yeah. I can't be a patient well, then. Well, I, can't, a, I can't live with Colt if... Yeah, that's 12 plants per house. So what we're talking about here is in Colorado Springs, if you aren't familiar now, I guess I don't have to dumb down everything, but for those of our listeners who aren't familiar, uh, John Southers, the mayor down there, is really pushing, and they passed a city ordinance where you are only allowed to grow 12 plants per house, no matter how many people are living there. Right, regardless of patient plant counts or what their doctor mm-hmm. yeah. and that's for them. that's what Jamie was getting at was that She's saying, I can't have my medicine if I can only grow 12 for Colt. What's I'm left in the wind? You know, what if you have two kids with epilepsy? What if you have four kids? Yeah, exactly. You'd have to essentially split them up between households. Or win the lottery. <laughs> or that. or, or, or what they want us to do, go to a dispensary. Yeah. And make taxes off of me. You already make enough taxes off of me. You make taxes off of my son as being a special needs student in your school, in your state. You get federal money because of Colt. You're not taxing him no more. You're not going to tax him on his medicine. It's not fair. You've you've gotten enough from him. Well, I mean, it's medicine. Medicine, it shouldn't be for profit. Right. We're trying to heal people. And uh, that's one of the big... And we're not asking you to do it. We're, we can do it. I'm, we're doing it ourselves. You've given me the right to do it myself. Thank you very much. Now let me do it. Oh, I know. And I feel I feel really, personally, I'm like, are you kidding me? Uh, 
a group of six old white politicians know more about my health and my my needs specifically, my medical needs, than my actual doctor does. What yeah. sense does that and, make? And really, I, I'd like to. I've try never to talked to him. See any legalities that roll out from this? Who's going to be the first? Well, what's going to be the first court case? Because ultimately, Colorado Constitution still says that you can have what your doctor recommends. You know, so by them trying to pass this ordinance, they're trying to chump, trump the state constitution, which I'm not sure how that will hold up in a court, but I'm sure we'll be hearing about it within the next few months, I'm sure. Oh, know. yeah, that's one of those, uh, as soon as it came out, I was like, that's the only way we're going to fight this. Um, set a precedent, you got to take it to court. Uh, so it's this tough because I personally don't want to go through that. Right. You know, I will if I have to, but... It's shitty. I can say that it's shitty that it's uh, someone has to sacrifice that for the greater good. Well, here, here's something well, else that I, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, you're good. <laughs> Talk it, it, it was just kind of it was funny because when they when they rolled out the commercials for this, and they said, you know, if you know of anybody or you want to call in on any uh, suspicions of an illegal grower or somebody who's not following your ordinances, um, call code enforcement at and gave a number. I'm like <laughs> yeah. code enforcement. Well, that's, that's, a thing. that's who you're directing us to call. Not even, not even a police department. Well, because it's not police officers. When this had happened, um, I had friends that uh, had been confronted, but approached by um, city enforcement officers, code enforcement officers, and that's the ones who are writing the tickets. And it's this a ticket. It was this that. In Colorado Springs, now they're threatening jail time. I believe it's 180 days if you're over your plant count. And I believe a $2,500 fine. Wow. So they're really pushing it up because before it was a city code guy. And it was one of those things. And this is, here's some words of wisdom right here. If a cop shows up to your door, don't fucking answer it. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Leave it, leave it closed. Seriously. They have to have a warrant to come in. Yep. There's no reason to let them into your house or your resident. It doesn't matter what it fucking smells like or anything. It doesn't matter what lights they can see (laughs) coming out your window. Mm Mm-hmm. What your neighbor said, it doesn't matter. They're not allowed in your house unless they have a warrant. That's the law. The second you let them in is when you start having these problems. And that's what happened to my friends. They're like, oh, sure, I'm, I'm under my plant count. I have 99 plants. Come on in. And nope. then they never leave. You see them every, all the time, every couple of days. And then it turns out, oh, well, guess what? This county only allows you to grow 24. So you're not under your plant count. So you've got to get rid of all these. So I've had uh, some interesting stories with that. So this, words of wisdom, man. Don't let him in. Right. <laughs> exactly. Alrighty, we're gonna jump back into it. Coming up next, Paul Wall. Chicken pox turn the base up just a notch. You see them blades chopping, you see the trunk popping. Hoes that diss me in the club, the same hoes in the parking lot bopping. They see me in the jag, acting bad with T. Ferris. Open mouth and showcase ice, and you gon' see about 20 carrots. I'm with the QU 15900 in the Tahoe 124s. I'm the truth, I got they glow. I'm not this social house with Archie Lee and Cooter Bang. Sitting side 
streets is talking, yeah, and them people watching. But I'ma stay down, get money's the only option. J to the O, D to the Y, how he flow, fly, he so. Keep it, baby, that got me close. Y'all don't really want to try me, no. Hey, hey, y'all folks don't know me, folks. Hey, hey, y'all folks don't know me, folks. J to the O, D to the Y, how he flow, fly, he so. Keep it, baby, that got me close. Y'all don't really want to try me, no. That's right, y'all folks don't know me, folks. Try to keep it simple, cause haters swear that they know me, know me. Claiming they OG, OG. more like the police Hosey, I'm focused but low key, blowing drip out the OG Jacking the steel, yeah, young P, I, young P Dropping by the kill, half of you people owe me I'm not concerned with your ego, I'm so deep Box Chevy paint, dripping deuce foes on it Call it Breeze or Dish, cause all the fools on it You need it, I got it, go and play short, son no refunds, ride past you fast in the crouton, color you cunt, white seats, new one tuck under my new shun, shun, just threw them sixes on the dome, tell King Cohen, got his dad in the trunk, with a duffel bag full of cash, man, set up, you can get it in the wrapper and the glass, what you want, straight to the O, D to the Y, how he flow, fly, he so, keep it, baby, they buy me close, y'all don't really want to try me, no, hey, hey, y'all folks don't know me, folks. Don't know me, folks. J to the O, O, D to the Y. Why? How he flow, flow, like he's so dope. Even the women that buy me clothes. Y'all don't really want to try me, no. Y'all folks don't know me, folks. Y'all folks don't know me, folks. J to the O, O, D to the Y. Why? How he flow, flow, like he's so dope. Even the women that buy me clothes. Y'all don't really want to try me, folks. I'm thinking, man, never go broke. Run my city to get at my phone. Don't get fed and I buy my dude. Pull up to the club, get a Chevy on four. And I don't start stuff, I finish it. It's all about them Colorado, I'm going to hop back into it. So I got to play a lot of uh, edited music today, and um, I don't have my music on a playlist, which explains why there's a little pause in between each song. I'll fix that by the next show. Guarantee your boy will get that done. Anyways, jumping back into it, Mike Jones. Down the street in my six Jocking the beat. Slapping the hole. Went to the park to get the scoop. Knuckleheads out there. Cold shooting some hoops. Sir. 
Toke Radio today. I am enjoying the Tokes Radio Treehouse for sure. We are having so much fun. We actually got blessed. We got blessed by uh, getting the presence of the one, the only, 420 comic, Mr. Jeffrey Peterson, in the house. Definitely excited. This dude, man, he is a he is a cool dude. A lot of people know him from being a comic, but what? I've been most excited about recently is his comic book series. So I think that's been pretty pretty cool to see. I know he has uh, episodes, or not episodes, but issues. issues of, uh, of If you know me, you know that I have issues. <laughs> well, that's one thing. That's one thing. But, uh, but yeah, of, uh, there was one with PTSD, so I thought that was super yes. exciting. Yeah, um, my Blunt One comic book, uh, which I collaborated with uh, 
Dr. Kush, a.k.a. Uh, Freddie Moore. Smoke one. Uh, and uh, and uh, Rick uh, Wainwright. Guys who, who are both veterans that, that know a little bit about this uh, PTSD experience. I, I wanted to address it in a, in a uh, comic book form uh, with Marijuana Connected because um, it's these guys need some some voices out there. Oh, yeah. You know, from different areas, too. Not just not just um, yep. serious voices, but ones that creep up on you in entertainment like I'm doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, that's a very valid point. Um, no one's really speaking for these guys. They're out there fighting for, for our rights and uh, come back and get virtually no support. And are kind of just left to dry. So, um, you know, I do an event every Monday. If you guys ever want to come out, it's in Colorado Springs at Studio A64, the first, the first, the original Cannabis Club um, in Colorado. And it's on the corner of Colorado and Wasatch every Monday from 5 to 8. It's a free event for veterans and their spouses. And it's kind of just an appreciation. I come out, smoke with us, chill, dab with us. And uh, we play beer pong. Yeah. Uh, well, actually... I'm used to saying beer. I'm so used to it. But bong pong. Bong pong. Yeah, we switch it up. We play bong pong. Last time. Oh, actually, I'm going to announce this here. I have not told anyone about this. We're going to start doing D's tea, medicated tea pong. Uh-oh. Yeah. So this is going to be super exciting. If you Taking it up yeah, a notch. David, David Zurich with D's tea, man. Uh, I got to give him lots of love for, for sponsoring that. So, um, But, yeah, we do a free event. Just showing whatever love we can. Free food. Uh, so try to come out every Monday, 5 to 8 p.m. Studios That's a great thing. I've, I was at your event at uh, the Speakeasy Vape Lounge you did. And, you know, there, these events are really important, too, because um, there's a lot of loneliness in the, the PTSD victim's isolation. life. Isolation. Yeah, isolation, loneliness. And, and uh, you know, um, I, I have not been through that experience, and I don't even pretend to. Uh, I'm, I'm not um, the kind of guy that's going to go to war. I'm the kind of guy that's going to entertain the troops. So, um, but... Uh, these guys that's that's why i feel strongly about the whole entertainment uh connection with cannabis is that people people definitely need to to lighten up and you know at the end of the day that that was my fortunate role uh coming up for the last uh 14 years as a as a um entertainer but i've been a cannabis activist since 1991 when i met jack Hare and and jack uh and i totally hit it off and then when i became a comedian I got the good fortune of being like a court jester to Jack Hare and Eddie <laughs> Lepp. And, and, uh, were you wearing clothes? I was wearing clothes. <laughs> where were you? Were and, you but I was smart enough. Was Jeffrey to, wearing no clothes? I was wearing clothes, <laughs> and uh, I was smart enough to put a uh, – always put a really cute girl on Jack's lap. When, oh, uh, that, that'll, <laughs> so, yeah, that'll do it for sure. And, uh, but the neat thing was is these guys who, who were in the trenches, you know, so many people I could name that are – great cannabis activists uh oh yeah they need some levity and that's where i i come in is with the comic books and the, the comedy is like okay now at the end of the day let's let's lighten up <laughs> well and the best part too is that there is educational uh material in in the comics so it's yeah. not just entertainment because we're so used to the cheech and chong kind of stereotype of entertainment i mm-hmm. you hear me talk about it frequently um so this is kind of refreshing yeah to hear educational entertainment well the neat thing is is i learned a long time ago with comedy once you get people thinking you can you can slip in some knowledge oh, and yeah. see laughter takes some thought and so when people are are, are laughing um i've always had uh, in my show the dopest show on earth i've always had a cannabis activist come up for about three or four minutes and just you know sneak in some knowledge and then they just walk away going wow that was that was really cool yeah. it, it was it covered the whole spectrum you know and the neat thing too is is uh 
comedians are, are, you know, they reflect the times. So there will be uh, knowledge just coming from, you know, our perspective. So, oh, yeah, and I feel know. that <laughs> comics have been ahead of the curve because they kind of have been allowed to be because you're, you're, you have that leeway of, oh, he's being funny. But for the last 25 or so years, comics are the most outspoken ad- ad- advocates for cannabis use. Right. And, I mean, we, we, we start conversations and uh, we, we attempt to say the things that probably most people wouldn't want to say. You're thinking you know, it, though. You're, you're thinking, thinking it. it. And, you know, and I get to say it. I mean, like, uh, one thing I'm tired of with the whole cannabis conundrum is the fact that we're guilty by aroma. <laughs> yeah, that's You know, true. we step into a, an elevator, people go like, wow, man, uh, smoking some weed today, huh? <laughs> Is that Kush uh, I smell? You know, yeah. people, people's wise-ass <laughs> remarks, right? Oh, yeah. You know, um, I, don't get, so I don't get to walk into an elevator and go, really? Wow, dude, you got to put on that Xanax all over yeah. me? Wow. <laughs> that oxycodone. You know? Yeah. Hey, bro, next time you do oxycodone, you know, could you, <laughs> could you, you know, spray on some cologne or something? Because, like, you know, if we could smell the farmies, oh, yeah. that it would be a whole different story. But they that got, would be a trip, man. All the would. all the moms out there on Valiums. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'd be. be they, it would. They would. The whole world would stink of it. <laughs> yeah. But th- they get mad at us, which they find it to be an offensive odor. We find it to be a fragrance. So it's it's you know. Yeah. To each his own. <laughs> no, exactly. So uh, we're gonna hop back into it, anyways. Um, coming up next. My old, my old tag, and I, I might still run with it, though, was Mike Wise, you down South Connect, representing from the 713 to the 719. I was running a hip-hop show, mainly featuring Texas music, until the station was like, hey, we don't want you to play that music anymore because it's underground. I'm like, uh, what? Like, <laughs> you, you play Big Pimpin' five times a day. Bun B and Pimp C are on that. You play Chameleon Air Riding Dirty five times a day. You play, uh, what's the other one? BG, Bling Bling. And so I put on BG, I put on Chameleon, I put on Bun B, I put on Pimp C, and they're like, that's underground. <laughs> yeah, so, the, well, the funniest thing was uh, this last time, the kind of the, the final straw where I was like, yeah, I can't do this no more. I don't have the creative leeway I want. Uh, they were like, yeah, you played, a, you played an underground song. I've, I've never heard that. Um, it was the one that's coming up with, with the concert coming up, and it was Mr. Dabalina <laughs> by Del the Funky Homo Sapien. I'm like, Del is underground? For an old school hip hop station, y'all are tripping me the fuck out, and I can say that now. So, anyways, we're gonna jump back into it. Lil Flip Seven One Three. You're listening yeah, to Toke Radio. Woo! Junior talk that old hustling talk. Awesome. I was gonna tell his daddy, but I found out his daddy was a damn hustler. Flip represent Seven One Three. Now when you see me in the Lamborghini speeding, bumping screw, I know you see my license plate. Lil Flip number two. I used to Summer school and hit the block and move work. That was enough to buy some shoes, pants, and a new shirt. Now I'm shining like up, wearing diamonds like up. We got everybody else music sounding like us. But hold up, you better get your own style, cause we've been bumping screw down here for a while. When you see me at the mile, just me and my dolls. I'm shopping with them, cause I ain't tricking for a brawl. I do shows and rock crowds, and then I get paid. Summertime, I'm on dubs. Wintertime, I'm on blaze. Big, I ain't even seen my room yet. But hold up, 
You better get your own style, cause we've been buying six-figure homes for a while. When you see me in the five murder dog in the source and a double X standing next to a point, I get paid with my voice, so I pimp these beats. I hate commercial rap, so I pimp these beats. It don't work, you don't eat. That's a known fact. I don't just ride and I know how to act. But hold up. You better get your own style, cause we been be fucking with magazines for a while. Since the 713, the type of rappers y'all never go be. We making money y'all never go see. Cause we represent the 713, Houston, Texas. Right? And when you see me with Tigger on BET, or 106 in Park with AJ and Free, or MTV. Come take a look at my house. And after that, come take a look at my mouth. Yeah, I represent the South like Pastor Troy. And I'm still fresh and clean like Andre and Big Boy. But hold up, you better get your own style. Cause we've been talking this on TV for a while. When you see me with a sweet blowing smoke out my nose. Nine times out of ten, I'm probably blowing hydro. So don't blow my high, just leave me alone. Cause I get high like Cheech and Chong. They call me Afro Man when my hair ain't braided. I got 20 tattoos, but I'm still educated. But hold up, you better get your own style. Cause we been smoking high time weed for a while. When you see me at the club, I gotta get my flouse on. Techno Marine shining, and I got my cross on. I got a brand new phone. Cause I'm a rich nigga. And when people call, you can see they picture. I'm still a little flipper, but my money got taller. And my bins got wider. And your Honda got smaller. But hold up. You better get your own style, cause we been acting bad, driving cars for a while. When you see me big pimping like UGK, I'm chopping on blades, candy paint job gray. I'm sitting on 20s, but I'm 21, I ride with an AK. You still got a BB gun, so you need to bag back and give me 50 feet. Cause you ain't selling records like Sucker Free. But hold up, you better get your own style, cause we been riding around with straps for a while.
A little change in the household name, but ain't too much change. We in the game, yo, but not to be vain. I refrain from salt grains, season up my name. We entertain for a mutual game from close range. Steady aim, my drum at your head to hit the brain. I'm labor ready, roll scholar for the dollar. Work for mines, pay me by the hour. We're not falling, we take it back to the days of just showing. We're holding on to what's golden. Take it back to the days of yes, Shonen. We're holding on to what's golden. Sycophony mobsters controlling the dance floor. I'm in them dark places, catch you when you stark naked. Your heart races as we pump you for your chart spaces. The taunt tastes me bringing these hot styles through. Some of you bum up, you cheers from shock You word power can plow through acres of cornfields. Paragraphs cut like warm steel, perform ill. We're not falling, we're taking back to the days of yes, Shonen. We're holding on to what's golden. What it do, colorful Colorado, you're back with your boy Mike Wise. Man, I'm glad to be here in the beautiful Toke Radio Treehouse Studios. Jeffrey's dabbing out, 420 Autism Crew's dabbing out, I'm dabbing out. Colt's dabbing out. We're all jamming over here. I am definitely digging this new setting for sure. So, I don't know. There's a there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Um, last night, I'll get into this now. <clears throat> so, before I do, well, actually, let me... Wait, no, no, I'll get into this now. So, actually, no, before I do, let me hit our sponsors. So, I want to give a big shout-out to 710 Pipes, where we're at now... That's we're above there. I checked them out. They got some pretty cool quality products. Oh, wait, let me mention something, Mike. Let me mention something just to you, Ab. Since since you mentioned, I, I forgot to tell you. If anyone comes into Seven Ten Pipes and mentions TokeRadio.com or you or your show, they can get twenty five percent off their wow. entire order at the register. Twenty five percent off is huge. Yeah, that is off huge. your entire order. Yeah, my Denver fans are gonna love that. So 25% off your entire order. Come by 710 Pipes. Tell them you heard about them on the Mike Wise Show. Tell them you heard about them. Hey, I've been listening to Toke Radio. Man, you get 25% off your entire order. That's pretty cool. That's pretty exciting. Love it. That's a substantial saving. It is. So, uh, so man, we, we love our listeners, and they do too. So big shout-out to 710 Pipes. Also, man, lots of love for King of Quality, CBD Extracts, and The Clinic, for sure. Lots of love there. We're, we are going to hop into this, uh, what was going on. Last night. So, <laughs> I have the reason why I left Texas was because of myself getting into a lot of these situations where I'm fighting verbally, you know, I'm activist, activist, advocate for things I don't believe in, things I need to be changed, thing, injustice I see in front of me, in, my, in front of my eyes. And of course, anytime my own rights are violated, that, that's one of the quickest ways to piss me off. So I was out at Ruckus Nightclub last night, which 
terrible. I definitely do not recommend it to anybody. The uh, There's always something there, every time I've gone. So this time, I had my mod box, which it, it's, it is a dab rig, but um, I just had it with me. I wasn't using it. And uh, we're just in the back playing pool. And this is at an Afro Man concert. Keep in mind, we're in Colorado where marijuana is legal. I have a medical card and can legally grow 99 fucking plants at my house. But I can't carry a mod box for my medication with me, apparently, into some establishments. I've underst- I can understand them saying, don't use it. Go outside. That's cool. So the bouncer, he comes up to me. I'm playing pool. And uh, he goes, you can't have that in here. Um, if you leave right now, if you walk out with me, hand it to me and walk out with me, I'll give it to you and you can leave. So I was like, figured, okay, well, that seems pretty reasonable. I don't really want to be here anyways. Um, I'm, Afroman is one of those people. I know we were talking about earlier, but one of those people, and I'm going to say it, that I don't like him. I never have. Even when I heard the song originally 15 years ago and was a kid, I was like, this is a stupid fucking song, man. I've never done, <laughs> I've never done any, I've never it's not a, done anything because I was high. It's That's, a rather, it's a rather, uh. Uh, surrender to uh, unambition. I'm I'm working oh, with yeah. uh, with Afro Man next week. I know that's uh, what we're talking about. At Phoenix at seven ten. I've worked with him before, but um, I'm not fond of punching women. First of all, but secondly, uh, anybody that perpetuates what you couldn't do because you got high is is pretty counterproductive to our whole scheme. Everything we're trying to do because we. Uh, hey, I skipped lunch to get high at in high school, and I went to all my classes. Me too. And all my teachers were. Knew I was very engaging because I got hot. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like that. Yeah, I was actually not going to go. And the only reason I went was to promote Blazing because they were sponsoring it. But I was actually not going to go and then put a post on the event that I was going to go to Afroman, but then I got hot. <laughs> but uh, I ended up going. I wanted to support the cause. I, you know, that was my, that's my family. Fa- that was my family. I still, I still do sales there, but, you know, not on air for obvious reasons. And so this dude walks me to the door. And then I don't say anything during the whole walk. I don't do any motions. I don't, I'm not disrespectful. Walk with him to the front, and all of a sudden he looks at me um, when he gets there and says, I'm keeping this. And then that's when I'm like, wait a second. Why would he, I mean, that's theft. Why would he keep something? Right exactly. Um, apparently they're confiscating it from me. And I asked, why could I not have it back? And was told, because if I gave this back to you, I would be enabling you. You can have all the alcohol you want. He didn't tell me this, you, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I would be enabling you if I gave you back your own property. And uh, he said, this is our property. It's no longer your property. Leave. So I proceed. To, they, they set it down on the table over the bar or whatever at the front counter. I reach over the counter, grab it, and start walking out. Absolutely. I'm already four steps out the door. Maybe three steps. Between three and four steps out the door, four bouncers then proceed to tackle me and beat the shit out of me. And then my girlfriend starts filming this whole incident because they're there for 10 15 minutes doing this to me i got knees in my back they're choking me um all sorts of this ridiculous stuff and and the dude who who incited this whole incident starts picking on my girlfriend because she's filming and he's trying to block her the entire time so that she can't film what what's going on well then he starts pushing her and this is when i got really mad because I'm, I'm handcuffed and i can't do nothing he starts pushing her, and Wait I say... Wait a minute, you have handcuffs on? Yeah, these guys put metal handcuffs on me that I probably still have, I'll have scars from. 
And I'm sitting there. Yeah, I'm sitting there. What ground? I used to have? be. I used to be a bouncer for America's oldest comedy club, the Ice House. You are not allowed to. That's have what I'm saying. Restraining. No, I was handcuffed. It's against the law. I was handcuffed, and they were they were shoving knees into me you may and choking me. You may have a really great case, buddy. Oh yeah, I'll put you in. I'll put you in touch with an attorney that will help. Well, I'm gonna blow this up. I don't. I just want everyone to see what happened. Yeah. No, I know. They do this to other people. It's a hundred fifty dollar box. Exactly. Um, and his buddies. We're like, hey, this guy. Oh yeah. my god. Oh yeah, they're like, we're not gonna let this punk little kid take his stuff back. So let's let's show him what's up. And it turns out there's not a single fucking camera at Rockus, not inside or outside. And they could have shot me story. in the fucking head and go on with your story and would have gotten away with killing me. So he he's pushing my girlfriend, and uh, and and I say stop assaulting her. And as soon as I say that, he then grabs her. Runs pretty much runs with her eight feet and throws her into the cement, tackling her. And then another guy jumps on her and is starting starts uh, putting his knee and who doing who knows what on her. At this time, I actually get my phone out. I'm handcuffed. I still get my phone out of my pocket and I see I push the camera button to put to camera. The guy who's hovering above me to make sure I don't run away sees that I'm doing this and takes the camera from me, takes my phone away from me, puts it out, puts it away so I cannot film what they're doing. There's no cameras outside to know what's going on. There's no cameras inside to know what's going on. The police show up, finally. I'm like, thank you, my knight's in shining armor, right? I pay you guys, help me. And, uh, <laughs> and they're like, we're not pressing charges. I'm like, yeah, damn right, because they stole my shit, and I just wanted it back, and I was walking out. And they're like, well, you should have called us after they took it. Well, thanks, Captain Hindsight. You know, I didn't know that at the time. I just wanted to leave with my property. They not only don't question the gentleman, the black African-American bouncer who assaulted my, my girlfriend and started the whole incident. He's never questioned. Not one time in this entire process. Later, after an hour after the, this is all done and they take the handcuffs off me, I'm still waiting for an hour. A lieutenant comes by and I say, hey, go talk to that guy. We need his information. He goes over there, talks to the manager, who is the one who who called the police, and the manager is the manager of the, of the bouncers. So he's the one who actually started, he's the original one who tackled me. He, so that's the only contact we informa information we get. The police officer says, oh, I went and talked to the manager, here's his card. After the two regular, regular uniformed cops talked to this and told us the same thing, oh, we, we're not getting your information. We're not getting their information. I'm like, what? An assault occurred. Every single fucking time an assault occurs, everybody's information is taken down as part of public record. It doesn't matter if charges are filed or not. Here's the important thing about your story is that your girlfriend was assaulted. And, I know. And the crazy thing is, uh, like Snoop Dogg said, whoever calls the police first is the one that's going to be able to, to have their side of the story heard. So uh, it would have behooved your girlfriend to call the police but since she didn't she did get she assaulted. was trying to film me by the time she right. was assaulted she couldn't call because she you, was on the ground you should definitely get an attorney and you you know you're in from what i've seen in colorado springs you've been on the local news so you, you're uh, a member of the community that's that is in a good light you might as well use the media to your side and get and tell them to do an investigative report about with a name like Raucous, it's got to be good jelly, right? I mean, like, it sounds like it's already a bar fight. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like they kept saying, totally they kept you saying you're drunk, back. you're drunk. I'm like, dude, I, bitch, back. I have not drinking in three months. I have a, I can't. I Did the sick. police give you a, a blood alcohol test? No. The, so they didn't think you were drunk. No. The, if they if they didn't give they you, they knew blood, I wasn't after right. a while. After like 15, 20 minutes. But without question, if they didn't give you one, they didn't assume you were drunk or nor your girlfriend. So here you are, not causing trouble, trying to. That is clearly your property. Uh, th- what jurisdiction do, do they have to confiscate something? It's not a weapon. It's not. <laughs> and then you know, it's and like, then, it's like and if then, you left your baseball hat there. Oh yeah, and you came no, back oh, and, and they that, go, "No, that's mine." Now. Speaking of that too, they tried to take my hat. Um, after, cool I, after I was about to leave, it was a different one, actually. I just got it. Big shout-out to Chieftain. They sent me a little care package. I just got it. I'm about to leave, and I'm like, wait, where's my hat? And they're like, oh, it's on your girlfriend's head. I'm like, no, it's not. Where's my hat? They go inside and come back. Oh, we don't have it. And I tell the cop, I'm like, dude, I'm not leaving without my hat. The same guy goes back inside and then magically finds it. Well, I think you got a, I think you got a very compelling story. It's, I feel bad that you got beaten up like well, that. Dude, I was, I was walking out like... You, That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you don't. Sorry about you that. You don't throw a violent vibe, so it's clearly a, a case of of bouncer bullyism. You know what I mean? And these guys that these guys that uh, uh, they're they're too dumb to be cops, so they can't. Yep. So they they end up being private security, and then they end up abusing that because they're so. That's all know, they have. They're so ignorant. That's all they have. And it's also too. They're always on the come up. They always want something out of. They see their waitresses and the bartenders getting yep. tips. So if they shake somebody down, they might get something. Oh yeah. Well, the other thing is too that the you know the security bouncers, assholes, whatever you want to call them, there, you know, they just assume that this is a recreational device, right? And in your case, this is not. This is a medical device. Well, it doesn't matter. Hey, the fact is, I was it. never using it. Yeah. So you weren't using it. I mean, it's right. Like, but I mean, it, there, there's a different light on that. I think you know because well, it's not sure. just something that that's, this guy is using to get high and blah, blah 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 blah. We don't want that crap here. That's not the case. It has to be looked at differently than that. No, for, that's ex- well. For whatever reason, you it, it's it's only becomes uh, a threat or a um, a violation of their their. Uh, business code when it's being used if it's in a suitcase that's what i'm saying container it'd be like this it'd be like say say they don't have a dart tournament there and i show up with my own darts which could be easily used as a violent weapon and mm-hmm. they say we're gonna i was holding a pool, pool stick in my hands exactly but <laughs> here's here's what it comes down to too is that i i've had seizures in my past valerie's had two in the last year so having THC as a rescue is something that's very important in our lives. Just so, like a child carrying an EpiPen because they are like cold. I have to carry an EpiPen with, with, with me with him at all times because he'll go into anaphylactic shock. It's the same thing. I can carry that, but you can't carry that. It's a medical necessity. Yeah. And, but yeah. And by the way, drink all the fucking alcohol you want. Right. Here's where, <laughs> an, here's where an attorney is going to be completely on your side. The guy set the parameters. He said... You cannot have this in here, okay? You can give it to me, and I will give it back to you at the door, and you're able to take it back to your car. He lied to you. That was a verbal contract that you agreed to. You agreed to those terms to walk out and be handed it to you. He flipped the script at the last second. That is a violation of the terms that he set. He would, in a court of law... He would be not only fired, but uh, he would probably well, have some civil charges and up against that's him. That's the biggest thing for me is that I'm a man of my word. If I say something, I fucking do it. Right. You know. So when when someone tells me something, I expect them to do the same. And when they don't, that's one of the things that pisses me off the most. 
It's a chicken shit move. It's like it's like if you're like I've been to a lot of punk rock shows in the mosh pit, and sometimes they want you to throw you out the side door because you you're just too hardcore. I've had that happen for stage diving, right? It's it's when you comply and go, all right, cool, dude, I'll leave. And then your last step, they push you in the back oh, yeah. and knock you down. Oh, yeah. It's like that was so unnecessary. I was leaving. That's It's a chicken shit move because that's all they got is like I hope they felt, you know, it's it's going to be a story. Man, I, I took that guy's stuff tonight, you know? Yeah. Because I got high. Because <laughs> I got high. Yeah. I, I, I got the security job because I got high. <laughs> Afro Man was going to intervene, but then he got high. Oh, that, that, yeah, that's a good one right there. <laughs> Anyways, well, we are just about to get out of here. We are actually going to leave on time. And I was going to run us over, but uh, we, we're going to step outside and uh, continue with the rest of our day. It's a beautiful day outside. we got to join here to smoke. Yeah, we're going to be the productive stoner. That's true. We're going to get shit done. Can I give one shout-out to, to a budding event coming up this uh, 710, it's their first event, the 710 Chronicle newspaper, uh, which began just this week in, in Phoenix, Arizona. They're going to have me and uh, the guy that, that uh, got high, Afro Man, <laughs> Chucky Chuck from uh, uh, DGAF is going to be there. I'm going to be doing some comedy, but it's the 710 Chronicle Fest in Phoenix uh, on 710 in Phoenix, Arizona. Sweet. And also, before we get out of here, I'll give a big shout-out to our sponsors. Uh, Jamie wants to say something, too. But uh, lots of love. 710 Pipes, man. Tell them you heard about them on our show, and you'll get 25% off your entire order. So that's pretty huge. Also, King of Quality, CBD Extracts, and The Clinic. What's up? 420 Autism just wants to thank Mike Wise and Toke Radio for having us on the show. We are honored to be up here in the treehouse above the 710 Pipes. Thank you, everyone, for having us. Have a beautiful day. Yeah, it's a great time. We'll be here every Saturday from 11 to 1 p.m. So uh, look forward to hanging out with you guys then, man. Peace. We out. Oh, Colt, say peace. Say bye, Colt. Say bye. Bye. He said bye. (laughs) We out.
dog gotta stay. Needless to say, when a chief away, that's when the cats wanna play. I told you, that's around you fools like cash and slaves. Stretch my heat and make you do a pot of parade. Kick your balls like ballet. Think I'm doing ballet. Peak like Dante. Broader than Broadway. Get applause like a matador. Cry yelling ole. Who the hell wanna say me from BK to Calais? Showcase your finances, lose a bass on the horse race, two phase, getting deep phase out like star face. For your road money, let me put on my screw face. And I'm paranoid at the things I say, wondering what's the penalty from day to day. I'm hanging out, partying with girls that never die. The seals picking on the small fries, my campaign telling lies. I was just spreading my love, didn't know my love was the one holding the gun. 